Hey, you guys, recently I was asked a question and it was very, very important. The question was asked of me, do I ever pray in the spirit? And the answer is yes, but what does that mean? So let me tell you very quickly, because I'm going to want you to study this on your own. Get ready to write these references down. Number one, start in Romans chapter 8, verses 26 to 27. And I'll paraphrase there, but Paul tells us there that we as believers, we do not always know how we ought to pray, but the Holy Spirit makes intercession for us, and he does that in us. Remember, the Spirit of God dwells in you, but the prayer is directed to God, that the Holy Spirit uh, makes utterances, uh, words that are not known to us that he intercedes for us uh, in prayer. Because there's many times we don't know how to pray and we run out of our English words to pray and we feel frustrated. Don't panic. Go to Romans 8, read verses 26 and 27 because you can pray in the Spirit. What is that? Turn for reference sake in your Bibles or mark it down, 1 Corinthians chapter 12. 1 Corinthians 12 gives you, starts there, the list of gifts given to the Christian and the Christian church. And then it goes on to chapter 13, the love chapter, which is very, very strategic. You have the list of gifts in 1 Corinthians 12, and then you have the love chapter, chapter 13 of 1 Corinthians, and then you have another list of the operation of the gifts in chapter 14. So watch this. You have chapter 12, you have chapter 13, and you have chapter 14. And you bind those together, and over the top, you have Romans 8, verses 26 and 27. Very quickly, here we go. Paul talks about speaking in tongues publicly. It should never be done unless there's an interpreter to give it to all that are gathered around so people can understand what praise and worship of God had just taken place. The gift of tongues, gift of tongues, must be operated with an interpretation. And if there's no interpreter present, the Bible says, you'll read it in a moment, then the person with the gift of tongues should be silent. Not blabbing around and, and just speaking in tongues. And there's no, every time you hear someone mention or speak in tongues, you should stop the service, the, the afterglow or the gathering and say that, well, wait, okay, that person's done. We have to pray now. We have to wait for the interpretation. That's what the Bible says. In fact, the Bible says in chapter 14 that if there's three utterances of a tongue in a church gathering, that's it. There can't be a fourth. One, yep. Two, yeah. Three, yep. Four, no. Three is the limitation. All of them must be interpreted or else the body is not edified. But then Paul says something amazing. He departs from uh, the word tongue as a gift and then he says something spectacular. He says, you know what? I would rather come to you guys and speak five words in a language you understand in a group setting than speaking in tongues where nobody's understanding. He says, and then he segues, go read it carefully. He says, publicly, I'm not going to speak in a tongue unless there's an interpreter. Privately, oh, privately. Paul says, I, I speak, I pray, I pray. He says, I pray in tongues often. He says, my mind doesn't understand what I'm praying. My spirit does. 
My mind is not communicating with God. My spirit is. And so, listen, there is the gift of tongues, which is for public edification of the church body. It's not for one individual. It must be interpreted. If somebody has the gift of tongues, they they also know it must be in the operation of it being interpreted. There is no such thing. Listen, I'm going to upset some people right now, but it's out of sheer ignorance. Somebody will say, I just, I just heard a message in tongues. No, you didn't, because the Bible doesn't teach that. Tongues publicly is always praise and glory of God. It's never a message. You cannot find a tongue mentioned where the interpretation is a, uh, is a message preached. That's the gift of prophesying. For example, when I teach on a Sunday morning, I have the gift of prophecy, which is exhibited in teaching. It's holding forth the word of God. Billy Graham, for example, verbal teaching and evangelism. That is prophesying. Okay? So that's very important. But privately, I do not have the gift of tongues. I've never been prompted to ever speak in an unknown language in public, in a prayer meeting, nothing like that, ever, never. But privately, all the time. I can even be teaching a sermon publicly in front of people, and I'm just teaching along, and I, I, I feel something like, I, listen, I feel something like, I don't think this message is working, or I don't know if I'm connecting with the people, or I feel, I feel like I'm being attacked right now with confusion. I feel like I stop. I don't stop preaching. I keep going. My mouth is teaching and my mind begins to pray silently in a language I don't know. And nobody knows, but God knows. And when that's happening, I start to feel power. I start to feel boldness. I start to feel conviction. I start to feel clarity, and it passes, and then I'm done with it. Same thing with somebody might come to me and say, pray for my son, he's got cancer, and this and that, and that. I'm overwhelmed. And I'll remember that person in prayer, and I don't know how to pray for them. And I'll just pray in my prayer language. What I'm asking you to look for when you go to 1 Corinthians 12, 13, and 14 is the difference between speaking in tongues publicly as a gift and praying in a tongue privately, which is not a gift. It is not a gift to pray in a tongue by yourself alone. That is available to every believer, which is called praying in the Spirit. It's available to all of us. Someone doesn't have the gift of prayer. God wouldn't give one person a more direct line than somebody else. All of us have the opportunity to pray in the Spirit. At first, it might seem odd to you. It might seem strange. But listen, go get alone. Go get in your car. Take a drive, walk the beach, go in the backyard. I don't care where you go. And say, Lord, I'm going to pray in the Spirit now. And so here I come. And I'm going to trust you, Lord, to be my intercessor according to Romans 8, 
26 and 27. So, Lord, here I go. And it can be silent or it can be um, verbal. But it's not a gift. It doesn't need interpretation. Paul's going to tell you that in those scriptures. It's prayer. Try it and watch what happens to your prayer life. 